0: And welcome into Socks in the Basement. My name is Chris Lanuti. We have been doing a simulated White Sox season ever since opening day. But then baseball announced it was coming back. In fact, we just had Scott Merkin on on our last on demand podcast that dropped on Wednesday. It's fun talking about real baseball again. But all of you were so invested in this simulated season, we want to bring it to a close. And the White Sox did not cooperate. They didn't go quietly into the night, no. After 162 games, the Chicago White Sox simulated with MLB The Show on Sox in the basement, finished with 103 wins and the American League Central Crown. Also, Luis Robert was named the Rookie of the Year. The Twins made the wild card and played the Angels in a one-game set out in Los Angeles. And a 7-6 victory put them right back in the White Sox crosshairs. A team that we beat up all year long. One of the main reasons for winning the division Two great hitting teams, but one team having just a little bit more pitching, tipping the scales. And the Sox and Twins are locked up in a divisional battle. The ALDS is already through two games, and guess who won them both? The Chicago White Sox. Game one was led by Carlos Rodon and the White Sox Bats, putting up 11 runs for an 11-4 victory at home at the rate. Kentamaeda took the loss. In game two, Lucas Giolito took the mound against Jake Odorizzi in a pitcher's duel. At least it was a pitcher's duel for the first half of the game. Then the White Sox bats came to life. Oda Rizzi gets chased, and the Sox go on to win 7-3. A day off, and we're on to Game 3 of the ALDS back to Minnesota. We didn't plan it this way, but here's back-to-back weekends of Sox in the Basement, giving you a simulated ball game from Minneapolis. As the White Sox go for the sweep in the ALDS... White Sox Simulated Baseball is now brought to you by Family Waterproofing Solutions. Visit them today at FAMWS.com. Where socks in the Basement found everywhere podcast can be found. And always at SoxintheBasement.com. Let's go. It's the ALDS, the American League Divisional Series. And these two teams have played each other a lot this year. So far, the White Sox have gotten the best of the Minnesota Twins. And we're here at Target Field with a 2-0 lead, going for the sweep and a move on to the ALCS. Hello, everybody. My name is Chris Lanuti, and welcome. The White Sox trying to win their first series in the postseason. Since 2005, in that year, the White Sox swept the Boston Red Sox. They won their first two at home. Headed out to Boston. Many thought that the Red Sox would put up a fight. An intense game, and the White Sox swept on their way to a World Series. This young team has aspirations. They don't even know what they are, they're so young. As they line up here on the field for the introductions up and down the first and third base line. Absolute electricity here in Minneapolis. Taking the mound tonight for the Twins will be Jose Barrios. Barrios had a pretty good season for the Twins. Barrios was the starting pitcher in the wild card game. He only went four and a third. The Angels got to him early. We would like to do the same. Tim Anderson steps in, and the first pitch hits him in the back as Barrios is sending a message or incredibly wild. On the first pitch of game three, Tim Anderson is hit right in the center of his back, up high, shoulder level by Barrios. If you thought this series was emotionally charged, especially after the White Sox beat up the Twins all year long and took away a division title from them, it may have been charged up just a little bit more. Yes, Matty Grandau comes to the plate with Anderson on first and fouls off the first pitch. Next offering, high and inside. One and one the count. Clear skies, already dark here on an October evening in Minnesota. Low outside pitch, call the strike against Grandau. Yasmani led the White Sox this season with 37 home runs he just missed 100 RBI on the year Anderson with a good lead Barrios keeping his eye on him the White Sox were able to run a lot on the twins early this season This ball ripped the short quick flip over to second over to first and the double play is turned So Barrios gets to hit Anderson on the first pitch and gets the 6-4-3 put out. And Yohan Moncada comes to the plate. Many White Sox fans believing that Yo-Yo could have been the most valuable player on this team this year. Finished hitting just under 300. But in the center of that order, hitting in the three spot was a rock all season long. And a high inside strike is called, taken. 0-1 the count. Enemy territory, but it was enemy territory about a month ago, or last week, in our Sox in the Basement simulated broadcast when the White Sox went into Minnesota and swept them, taking over first place, and they never looked back again. On their way to a division title, these twins had to win a wild card game just to get back. To play the White Sox in a five-game series and we're already up two games to none the 1-1 pitch on the way fouled off down the third base line. Pound is 1 and 2 Barrios taking a long time on the mound Ricky Renteria saying before the game I want to get the win tonight but we are not going to lose the entire series by wearing out everybody but if we have the opportunity we will try to end this quickly and get some rest. That ball swung on and sent down the first baseline, handled. Unassisted three put out and the inning is over. Target field is alive. Anderson reaches first after being hit by a pitch. But in the end, Barrios faces the minimum. No score going to the bottom of the first and Dallas Keuchel will take the mound. Dallas had 32 starts and a 14-9 record. His ERA was 4.75, his whip was 1.34. He had 160 strikeouts to only 69 walks. He starts game three after Rodon and Giolito got the job done the first two nights of this series. Byron Buxton stands in and the lefty throws a strike on the outside corner, 0-1. Fans questioning who the starters are for the White Sox out of the gate in this postseason need to remember that the left-handed pitchers really held down the Twins this year. And two of them in Rodon and Keiko in the first three games with Gonzalez. A possibility to either start tomorrow or come in at some point tonight. Cause that one's popped up to Moncada for the first out. White Sox have so much pitching and a lot of options. Here's Jorge Polanco, Polanco won the American League batting title, he was one point ahead of last year's champion Tim Anderson. T.A. came in second by a point to this guy. To say that there is an incredible rivalry and back and forth between these two teams would be an understatement. First pitch by Keuchel, outside corner misses 1-0. He goes outside again with a four-seamer, 2-0 the count. Dallas working quickly to Grandal. who sits up on the inside corner. This one swung on and lifted. In the shallow right field, going back is going to be Mendick. He'll make the play. There's two gone. Let's go around the horn real quick. Grandal behind the plate. Abreu at first. Danny Mendick gets the start at second. Short is Anderson. Third is Maikada. Left, Jimenez. Center, Luis Robert. And in right field tonight, Nomar Mazzara. Luis Arias, the second baseman, comes in, standing in the left-handed batter's box. Another guy that was in the top five in batting average for the season. They had two guys in the top five, including the guy that was the batting champ. This is a potent offense. We've said it before. We'll say it again. We'll say it a thousand times until this series is over, hopefully today. As a strike down the middle evens up the count immediately to 1-1 and on Arias lot of lefties at the top of the order in this Twins batting lineup foul ball down the first baseline into the crowd foul some can switch hit but they're not as good from the right side Sox trying to take advantage with lefties starting this one out into shallow left field will bounce it between Jimenez and Anderson Arias is on on a blue pit behind third base Anderson beat Moncada to the spot, cut him off. Jimenez coming in, neither one of them could reach it though. Nobody was going to get to that. And Unfortunately, that means that Miguel Sano is coming to the plate. Now Sano is dangerous. And the last time he saw Dallas Keuchel here in this stadium, he hit two home runs off of three total pitches thrown by Keuchel in the first two at-bats that he saw it. To the point where the White Sox pulled Keuchel before he saw him again. Those are the last two home runs hit by Miguel Sano all season. This one charged down the third baseline, and that one is gone. Dallas Keuchel has nightmares in the middle of the night about Miguel Sano. Wakes up screaming in terror. He has thrown a total of four pitches to Sano the last three times that he has seen him over the period of a month. And three of those four pitches, have gone out of this ballpark right here. Miguel Sano sees the ball and hits the ball against Dallas Keiko, and that is the first home run he has hit in a month. He led the majors with 40 home runs, hit two in a game against Keiko, and didn't hit another one for the rest of the regular season, folks. Finishing with only 42 home runs. No home runs so far in the postseason for him. He gets Keuchel. He hits it out on the first pitch. Something about Dallas Keuchel and the way he pitches. Miguel Sano loves it. And the Twins lead early here in the first inning. Two to nothing. Outside fastball. Call the ball. 1-0 the count. Mitch Garver stands in. The catcher. Now a strike high called. 1-1. Sox are going to have to find a way to score runs. We never expected this to be a low scoring game. Now another ball deep out in the left field and that one is over the wall as well. Keiko gives up back to back home runs. He's trailing three to nothing already. This game could get out of hand quick. What is going on with Dallas Keiko? Both of them to the same area of the ballpark down the third base line. And out of here in the first section near the foul pole. The Twins happy to be back in Minneapolis. And the White Sox looking for answers here in the first inning. They're going to go out and have a conversation with their pitcher. Trying to figure out what's going on. Just give him a second to breathe. Gets the first two outs. Looks very good. A blue pit to Arias can be a little frustrating. But when you follow it up with back-to-back jacks, and one of them is Sano, and you almost want to think to yourself, is it possible he's so upset about the Sano thing? that he gives a cookie to Garver. And he needs to calm down out there. A veteran pitcher that has given up three runs here in the top of the first inning. Next offering, low and away. Call the strike. So Keuchel still finding the zone. That's a good thing. And now another strike low. He's already 0-2. Now a low slider one and two the count talked about how left-handed pitching had kept the twins down in fact the only runs given up in the last start by Keiko were two solo home runs of Sano. otherwise he just held this team down a strike in the outside corner he gets Rosario so Keiko comes off the mound disappointed likely in that first inning but he's out of the inning with a strikeout back-to-back home runs three hits in total and after one, the Twins lead the White Sox 3 0. Here's Jimenez to the plate. Aloy had a really good year. Settled into that four spot in the order and rolled along. The 0 1 pitch sent out into left field, trailing back near the wall to the track. And that one's going to stay in right at the 377 marker. Jimenez almost takes it out. Cheers of relief from the Twins faithful. Here's Abreu, Jose the team leader. Moved down from the three spot in the order. Early in June to the five spot. Had a resurgence at the plate. As he takes a ball there and then swings and misses at a strike. Finishing the season hitting 285 with an OPS of 850. 28 home runs. An 86 RBI, over 607 at-bats. Takes a pitch on the outside corner. 2-1 and one the count here with one out in the top of the second inning. Barrios now gets in the foul back. A high and tight fastball in the zone. Count is even at 2. Nobody on. Sox trailing already by 3. Swing and a miss there, and a Braves down. 2 gone in the inning. And Edwin Encarnación comes to the plate. Edwin, the big right handed hitter, had a nice season for the White Sox at the plate. Second best on the team in home runs. Filled in nicely as the DH this year has an option for next year. He's quickly 1 and 1 against Barrios. Hit 255 with an OPS of 848, 34 home runs. An 84 RBI. 545 at bats for him this year. It's not bad at all. And a pitch inside, taken for a ball. Two and one the count. Two outs, Barrios into the wine to Garver. This one ripped down the third baseline, tailing back near the wall. If it's fair, it's gone. It's gone! Edwin Encarnación takes out Barrios and says, We're not done yet. This offense can score, two. and he put it right where Garvers landed. And maybe 20 feet away from where Sano's landed. All three of them down the third baseline, right along the pole. A big hit by Edwin Encarnacion, the two-out solo home run. It's 3-1 to one now. The White Sox deficit has trimmed the two here in the top of the second inning. That ball, actually on the replay you could see, hit further than Sano's. Just missed hitting the short porch down the line. And here's Mazzara. Nomar hit a few home runs here this season. He had 16 on the year total. Finished with an average in the 250s, and that's pretty much what he is. He had a slow start when given the opportunity to play every day when he started to come alive later on the season the average came back to about where he is every year. He's two and one in the count the left-handed hitter with power waits for the next pitch and a low and away slider brings the count to three and one with Danny Mendick standing on deck. Mendick had a hell of a year this year. Inside pitch foul down the first baseline Mazzara went down to one knee that ball was in the zone count, swung on, sent over to second base, picked up and thrown to first, an easy 4-3 putout. The inning is over, but not before. Edwin Encarnacion gets one back for the White Sox. We're headed to the bottom of the second. Sox trailing 3-1. And here comes Josh Donaldson. Here's a dangerous man with a dangerous bat. He got off to an incredible start this season at one point. Leading in all Triple Crown categories Along with slugging and OPS And that was into mid-June In the end He came in third on his own team In terms of the amount of MVP votes that he got Behind Polanco and Sano. Fouls off that one, one 0-1 the count now, Kaiko goes inside to the righty and misses one and one. Three to one, twins, bomb in the second inning. And a low slider catches the inside corner. Count goes to one and two. Keiko working quickly. Grandal sets up on the inside corner again. Swung on and missed. And he gets him right over the hands. And Donaldson sits down. Josh Donaldson had a terrible time all season long against White Sox pitching. He had one home run in the opening series against the Sox. For a guy to put up nearly 40 after he played that many against the White Sox, that tells you how they were able to keep him in the ballpark and keep him down. Nelson Cruz comes to the plate, the big right-hander. Much more effective against right-handed pitching than left-handed pitching. Takes a ball in the outside corner, 1-0 the count. American League Divisional Series, the ALDS, the White Sox lead. Two games to none, but trail this game. 3-1 here early, swing and a miss on an outside pitch. High fastball, 1-1 the count. Keichel into the wind and delivers. Swing and a miss on a low inside curveball. Dallas Keichel, with the exception of those two mistake pitches for home runs, is dealing. Now he gets him swinging, low and in. And Cruz goes down. He struck out the first two guys. So struck out the last guy in the inning after Renteria went out and talked with him, not Cooper. Now he strikes out the first two of this inning. He's got playoff experience. He's one of the few on this White Sox team. Fly ball, shallow center. Robert Camps underneath it. And the inning is over. One pitch there, he gets the third out. So a nice, efficient inning. For Dallas Keuchel, and the Sox come back up here in the top of the third. Danny Mendick comes to the plate. He will lead it off. It will then be Robert in the top of the order and Tim Anderson, who was plunked on the first pitch of this game. A low outside slider. Goes for a ball, 1-0 the count. Now he lifts this one into shallow right center field. Coming on will be Buxton. He'll make the play on the run. Mendick had a really nice campaign this year hitting 285 with nine homers he got 354 at bats in but he flies out there for the first down here's Luis Robert the AL rookie of the year pops back a two seamer high and outside strike one Rios goes low on him and now Robert lifts this one into deep center field trailing back his bucks and he'll make the catch and put his hand on the wall Robert almost takes it out. The White Sox are swinging for the big one. But in reality, they only have one base hit. The question has to be, does this team need to stop trying to consistently hit home runs out? Instead, try to consistently get base hits. Tim Anderson's up with two outs already in this inning. Takes a pitch high and outside. 1-0 the count. Next one from Barrios. Lifted again a deep ball. Way back into center field. Trailing back is Buxton. He'll leap. And it's over. Buxton left. You couldn't tell if he had it or not. Anderson, who was plunked on the first pitch, hits one out the center and glares at Barrios as he comes around third base. Takes his time. Points to the sky. And this is a 3-2 ball game. Four home runs hitting to the night tonight. Two by each team. It's 3-2 Twins. On a home run, the dead center field by Timmy Anderson, just over the glove of Byron Buxton, who made quite an effort. He got back to the wall, went up as high as he could. That ball clears his glove by maybe six inches. Grandal comes to the plate. The White Sox in the last two innings have hit a solo home run with two outs against Barrios. Here's Grandal, who led the team with 37 homers this year. He's 1-0 in the count. He swings and misses at that one. One and one. So a disastrous first inning for Keiko, but the Sox have clawed back to within a run. It's a whole new ball game, and anybody who thinks this is going to be a low-scoring game tonight is crazy. The 1-2 pitch down to Grandal. Low, they tried to frame it. Garber couldn't fool the umpire. 2-2, two and two, the count is even here with two outs and nobody on. Barrios into the wind in the pitch. Foul back. Pount remains even at two. Barrios throws his 39th pitch for a swinging strike. And he's through three innings with a 3-2 lead. But Tim Anderson hit one out. We're heading to the bottom of the third. Sox trailing by one. Bottom of the third inning, the Family Waterproofing Solutions third inning. Our proud sponsors. Here on Sox in the basement, Dallas Keuchel's only thrown 27 pitches. Two really bad ones, and 25 very good ones. He trails this game 3-2. Buxton's up, first pitch inside, called the ball, 1-0 the count. Now he swings and misses at the next one badly. 1-1 as he goes inside. Both pitchers are working very quickly in this game. Outside pitch on the corner, taken 1-2 to Byron just missed grabbing a Tim Anderson home run. Family Waterproofing Solutions, they'll take care of all your needs. Free estimates, financing, veteran-owned, female-owned, family-owned, FAMWS.com. Proud sponsors of Sox in the Basement and this simulated season. The one-two pitch on the way to Buxton. Swung on and fouled back, count remains at one and two. With a speedy leadoff hitter who's already 0 for one in this game. Keiko, wasting no time into the line, goes low and in and misses. 2-2 two and two the count. Sox lead this series 2 nothing Both games have seen a lot of runs scored. 10 runs in Game 2. 15 runs between the two teams in Game 1. Five so far in this one. Two teams that can hit. That pitch is inside. Foul back. He also took a ball in there, 2-2 two and two the count. Now one down the third baseline, is going to go foul. Mankata got his glove on it, he was in front of the bag, and he was in foul territory. Another 2-2 pitch, swung on him, missed, and Keuchel sits him down. Dallas Keuchel, fourth strikeout of the game. He finished off the first inning after giving up the back-to-back home runs, and giving a three spot to the Twins with a strikeout, struck out the first two of the second inning. And now gets the leadoff man here in the third swing. Here's Polanco. The shortstop immediately lifts this one over the head of Anderson for a base hit. And he is on with a solid strike. Over the shortstop Anderson into left center field. Jimenez gets it in quickly. It's a single for him. There's a run around and here's Arias. And I know what every White Sox fan is thinking because I'm thinking it too. At some point, Dallas is going to have to pitch to Miguel Sano. You'd rather get the next out here and pitch around the guy. Worst case, you walk him, you take on the next guy. Here's Arias. Stands in the left-handed batter's box, takes a strike low and in. 0-1 the count. He hit a bloop over Anderson's head in front of Jimenez. And then came in on the Sano two-run home run. Tycho has him 1-1 one one now. Dallas takes a moment. Wipes the hat. Wipes the sweat. Puts it on his butt. Into the wind. A jam shot. Grabbed out of the air by Johan Moncada, who goes straight up and grabs a ball that was headed in the left and probably would have first and thirded him with Polanco's speed. There's now two outs and you're going to have to deal with Miguel Sano. Keiko has had terrible luck with Sano. first pitch gonna be popped up he pitched outside to him he went right forward it gets popped straight up to the catcher ground down the inning is over so Dallas Keiko finally gets Miguel Sano out the long national nightmare is over we're through three trailing by one three two here in game three go on will lead it off the three the four the five hitters Mancada, Jimenez Abreu here in the top of the fourth inning with the White Sox trailing 3-2. And Jose Barrios looking just as sharp as his counterpart, Dallas Keuchel, with the exception of some home runs. Each pitcher has given up two. It's a 3-2 ballgame. Inside pitch fouled off after Makata took the first one for a ball, 1-1 one and one the count. White Sox took the season series against the Twins took the division from the Twins and took the first two here in the ALDS. The ball low called, two and one. Now Mancada rips this one into the left center field gap. Trailing back near the wall, this ball is off the top of the wall. Mancada's already rounding second, he's gonna hold now with a double. He just missed tying his ball game. A deep ball out near the 411 marker, closer to center then left center. Buxton actually is the guy that fields it. Leadoff man is on for Aloy Jimenez, who almost hit one out his first time up. First pitch fouled straight back on a high fastball, 0-1 the count. Postseason baseball. Sox have pretty much everybody available in the pen and on the bench. Everybody is available. A ball away, 1-1 the count. White Sox would love to finish this up. Have some extra time off before the ALCS, but nothing is guaranteed here when you play the Minnesota Twins. Both of these teams have rattled off three games in a row against each other this season. Nothing says that this is over. That ball fouled down the third base line, one and two. Now a pitch misses outside, and Lois Slider, two and two the count, to Aloy Jimenez, who still continues to struggle, reaching for balls outside. Barrios trying to get him to do it there again. He takes it three and two. All year long, pitchers have been able to get Jimenez to reach when he has two strikes. Barrios has tried it now twice, it has not worked out. Pound is full, the pitch. This time, he goes outside, but not enough to keep the ball away from the bat of Jimenez. Fouled off, down the first baseline. Next offering, swung on, back up the middle. Hanging in the air, enough for Buxton to get underneath it. He will make the play, Montata will hold. A fly-out to center field on a full count, and there's one gone for Jose Abreu. Jose has been with this team his entire career. He is loyal. He wants to play for the White Sox from the beginning to the end, but he's never been in this kind of a situation, playoff baseball. So far performing well here in this series. Jose has the opportunity to plate Moncada and tie this game. He's quickly 2-0 in the count as Barrios is pitching around him Now Encarnacion hit a home run last time up Against Jose, Barrios that is So you would think he doesn't want to face him with 2 on 2-0 count, he checks Mancada and delivers And a high, two-seam fastball misses, 3-0 We'll see if Abreu gets the green light Runner on second, one gone, Sox trail by one Inside pitch, he walked him on four. And here comes Edwin. Now, on one hand, you say, well, he didn't want anything to do with the Abreu. On the other hand, you now have a runner on first and a runner at the plate that don't have the speed to break up a double play. And Edwin is a lot better against lefties and righties, even though he had a solo home run his first time up. First pitch high and in almost hits him. Just misses the elbow guard. That'd have been the second hit batter for Barrios. Twins fans have these really stupid blow-up sticks. They're banging them against each other out in the stands. Inside pitch misses. Two and zero. A very loud crowd. And then there's also, I don't know. They got a lot of things. They got towels. They got sticks. They got lots going on out there. A lot of distraction for the batters. Two zero to Encarnacion. Swung on and fouled back goes to two and one just missed that one that was a cookie he wants that back he wanted to have a second homer swings and misses now on an inside fastball at the knees he's over the top of it count is even at two with one out and two runners on the next offering swung on and fouled back for Seamer, waist-high count remains even at two with one out here in the top of the fourth swung on and missed Slider outside. It was in the zone. He just beat Edwin to the spot. So after Encarnacion goes up 2-0 in the count. He goes down swinging. And here's Mazzaro with 2 on, trying to pick up his teammate. Mankata had a leadoff double. There are now two outs. Abreu is over at first. A ball high. 1-0 the count to Mazzaro. Next pitch swung on and fouled back into the chest guard of the catcher. 1-1 one and one the count into the wind and the delivery inside 24 pitches thrown so far 13 of them outside of the strike zone for Barrios he's 2-1 to Mazzara this one lifted down the third baseline tailing back near the corner that is a fair ball Mancano's gonna come around and score Abreu will hold it second this ballgame is tied the White Sox have tied it up, they gave up three runs on two home runs back-to-back. In the bottom of the first, they scored one on a solo home run with two outs in the top of the second. One on a solo home run in the top of the third. And now, they get the RBI, base it down the line for Mazzara, and tie it up with two outs here in the fourth. Danny Mendick to the plate, takes the pitch outside, 1-0. and After a meeting on the mound and now another one inside misses 2-0. Abreu on second is going to need a well-hit ball to come home. The 2-0 pitch to Danny. Low pitch misses 3-0. Mendick went two eighty five as a hitter this year. Took away the presumed starting job of Nick Mandrigal at second base. As the White Sox went on the win to Central. And a low pitch called a strike at the knees. 3-1. 3-1. The reigning American League Rookie of the Year Luis Roberts stands on deck here with two outs. Mendick has a 3-1 count. Runners on first and second. And Mazar at first and Abreu at second. Barrios steps off the mound gets back on and delivers. Swung on and fouled down the third baseline deep but into the stands. Mendick did hit out nine of them this year. Now he lifts one down the third baseline again that is going foul into the crowd. High fly one. Rosario gave chase, but it got out of play. Mendick cracks this one now. Out in the center field, on the move is Buxton. He can't get there. Abreu is coming home. He will score, and a base hit for Danny Mendick that lands about a foot away from Byron Buxton, and the Sacks have scored two now with two outs here in the top of the fourth inning and take a 4-3 to three lead in Minnesota Danny Mendick with the big base hit and here comes Luis Robert with Mazar on second and Mendick on first two runs already in this inning 4-3 to socks. Barrios first pitch high and tight is a ball taken if you would have told me halfway through the year that a guy that was hitting right around the Mendoza line with three home runs was going to add 17 more home runs and get the average up above 250 and win the AL Rookie of the Year. I told you you were crazy. But that's Luis Robert. He's 2-1 in the count. Barrios takes his hat off, gives it a little bit of an adjustment, shakes his head. He's had a frustrating inning. Let's keep frustrating him. The 2-1 pitch on the way. Swung on and popped up into shallow right field. Going back as a rye as a second baseman. He waves off Cruz and makes the play. The inning is over, but the White Sox get two. And take the lead for the first time tonight. It's 4-3, to and we're going into the bottom of the fourth inning with Mitch Garver, who's one-for-one with a solo home run off of Dallas Keuchel. He was the second home run in back-to-back homers between him and Sano. In the first inning at that point it was three to nothing twins Sox now up by a run 4-3 shift is on for Garver Mendick has moved over to the shortstop side of second base first two pitches are called balls on the inside corner from Keuchel 2-0 and 0 to the leadoff hitter the next offering on the way that one's popped back 2-1 and one. Keiko currently sitting on 45 pitches. Here's number 46. Swung on and missed on an inside pitch in on the hands. Garver did one of those defensive swings. Count is now even at two. Keiko quickly in the line delivers. And this one is fouled off down the third baseline well into the stands. Will reset with a 2-2 count. Grondahl sets up on the inside corner. The pitch misses. And the count goes full at three and two. You don't want to walk the leadoff man, that's for sure. Into the line, he delivers. This one driven deep. Garver drops the bat. He has two home runs in this game. And we have a tie ball game. Dallas Keuchel gives the lead back right away on a 3-2 pitch. And it is 4-4. As this place is rocking once again. Mitch Garver, two home runs in this game. Keuchel's given up three of them so far. And they're going to immediately send Don Cooper out to talk to Keiko because last time they didn't do that, he gave up back-to-back. So it's take a breath. This guy's obviously got your number. You've done very good against everybody else. Relax. Sure, that's what's being said out there. Meanwhile, that very effective White Sox bullpen is starting to stir. Michael Kopech is up, and Jace Fry. 4-4 game. The pitch. Low and outside, call the strike, 0-1. This ball grounded over to short. Anderson's going to scoop and throw it over for the first out of the inning. Eddie Rosario goes down. He's 0-2. Here comes Donaldson. First pitch to Josh, high, fastball, call the strike. He's 0-for-1 with a strike on this game. To 4-4 tie here now in the bottom of the fourth inning. Now a high inside fastball taken, 1-1. One Michael one. into the line, delivers. Swung on and fouled off down the first baseline, outside pitch. Just got a piece of it. 1-2 and two the count. Dallas delivers again an outside pitch taken. Count even at two. One gone here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Sox had the lead for about ten minutes. Dallas Keuchel gave it back. And a swing and a miss, and Donaldson's down for the second time with another strikeout at the hands of Dallas Keuchel. Here comes Nelson Cruz. Two gone here. Bomb of the fourth inning. Cruz was sat down last time. Swinging. Takes a pitch on the outside corner, 1-0 the count. Into the wind is Dallas. Setting up on one knee is Grandal. This ball sent out to right field. is going to drop in front of Mazzara. That's going to be a base hit. Solid hit from Nelson Cruz. Quinn's fans excited again. They got a runner on. And here's Marwin Gonzalez. Gonzalez swung at the first pitch last time up and immediately created an out. Swings and misses at a pitch inside there, he's 0-1 in the count. Kyle Kolchak's the runner at first with two outs and delivers. Inside strike, up at the hands, called 0-2. Dallas trying to finish out this inning. Here he goes. This one's fouled off inside at the knees. Gonzalez fighting off the pitches. Sox were trailing by three, roared back to take a 4-3 lead. A home run here from Garver, changed that, made it 4-4. Ground ball over to Mendick, he'll scoop, flip to Anderson, and the inning is over. Mitch Garver gets his second home run of the game and his second at-bat of the game. Third homer given up by Dallas Keuchel, and we're knotted up at four after four here in Minnesota. To the plate, Tim Anderson. He'll lead off. He was hit by a pitch on the first pitch of the game and erased by a double play. He then hit a solo home run that, at the time, made it three to two Twins. Takes the first two pitches on the outside corner. He's two and zero. Michael Kopech remains warming in the bullpen, but joining him on the other side, instead of Jace Fry, is Gio Gonzalez. Gonzalez was an effective starter for the White Sox all season long. Renteria. May prefer to send in more lefty pitching And combine Keuchel and Gonzalez in this game Kopech is there In case he wants to go to a righty for an inning It'll be the top of the order The first three guys Do not perform as well against lefties Then next guy, Sano, kills him Because this one's down the first baseline Foul And Garver's got two home runs against Keuchel 3-2 3-2 pitch, Anderson draws the walk and he's down the first base. So a leadoff walk for Barrios. Both starting pitchers are very talented. Both of them are former All-Stars. Both of them have not come out to give a quality start to their team in a game that has already seen eight runs cross the plate and is split evenly at four. Here's Grandal to the plate. A quiet day so far today. He's 0 for 2. He grounded into a double play in the first inning. Erasing Anderson off the base paths. Anderson takes off for second. A pitch high and tight. Call the ball. He is safe at second base. And T.A. steals second base. For the leadoff man walks the last time he got on. He was taken out in a double play. This time he doesn't give him the option. The count is even at 1. And a runner's in scoring position with a lot of speed for Yasmani Grandau. Rondal, the best season of his career here in 2020, takes an outside pitch for a strike one and two. Moving him into the two spot really lit a fuse, and now this one goes off his hip and he's hit. The second hit batter by Barrios. That one's unintentional. I don't know about that first one against Anderson, but that one, he's trying to come inside. Rondal does not move out of the way, he just turns his hip and takes his base. Took one for the team in playoff baseball. And that's it for Jose Barrios. His manager is coming out. He's done with him. So Barrios will not get through the fifth inning. He faces the first two batters of the fifth. Puts them both on. And he will head for the showers in a 4-4 game. And don't worry, Jose. I don't know if Dallas Keuchel coming out for the next inning. Homer Bailey will come in. We've seen Homer a lot this year. Every once in a while he'll have a pretty good outing against us, but we've also put a lot of runs up on him. The Twins M.O. all season long has been to go to Rich Hill or Homer Bailey if their pitcher can't make it through six. And then hope that they can get them to the bullpen, the guys at the back end. They do not have a deep pen. Some of those guys are just a dumpster fire. We want to get to them as Moncada comes to the plate. First pitch off of Bailey's leg, it's gonna roll into foul territory down the third base line. It's a fair ball, everybody's safe, and the bases are loaded. Jimenez comes to the plate now with the sacks packed with White Sox, no outs, here in the top of the fifth inning. This is a moment for the Chicago White Sox. You can do some real damage here in a 4-4 ball game. He's one and one in the count quickly after taking a ball low and then taking a strike at the knees. Jimenez trying to be patient and look for his pitch he knows this is a big moment swung on down the third baseline that ball is foul near the line would have been extra bases and maybe clears the bases instead it's one and two the next offering inside misses count is even at two Aloy has had some big hits this year he's also had some trouble in big moments We'll see what happens. High pitch foul back. Just got a piece of it. Count remains even. At two. Now he fouls back another one on the outside portion of the plate. He is defending that plate against Homer Bailey. Anything close, he's getting his bat on it. Count still even. The next offering. Swung on and fouled back again. Aloya Jimenez is hanging in there. Attempting. To get on any way he can. This one sent down the third baseline. That is a foul ball just near the bag. Count remains. Two and two. Long at bat here for Jimenez. The next pitch. Now it's rifled out into left field. Trailing back is Rosario. He'll make the catch. Runner is going to tag and head home. And Tim Anderson touches the plate, and the White Sox take a five-to-four lead on a sack fly from Aloy Jimenez. There's only one out. The other two runners remain on their bases at first and second. Rondal on second. Moncada at first. And to the plate is Jose Abreu, the spiritual leader of this team. The daddy in the dugout. The man who's been through it all here with the White Sox, with a chance to bust this game open. First pitch on the inside corner called the strike. the count Tyler Clipper Tyler Duffy both warming up in the bullpen the two Tylers look like they're the next option an 0-1 pitch on the way swung on and missed inside corner 0-2 Sox likely to not let this twins order see Keuchel another time with the amount of pitching that they have, this one's popped up down the first base line. Underneath it will be Donaldson, He's playing first today with Sanoa third. We've seen them switch before. He makes the play. There's two gone, and here's Encarnacion. So the Sox get the bases loaded with no outs. They've got one run in on a flyout. The other two runs still remain at first and second, and now there's two gone for Encarnacion. The pitch on the way down the third baseline just foul near the bag Rondell was off and moving five to four ball game White Sox lead they also lead the series 2-0 an outside slider misses count even at one we're in the top of the fifth inning here at Target Field as the White Sox try to win the ALDS and move on to the American League Championship Series and a low slider at the knees foul back 1 and 2. If the Sox win this game tomorrow on Sox in the Basement we will have an ALCS game for you. If they lose this game we will sim game 4 no matter what to bring you to either game 5 tomorrow or an ALCS game. Swing and a miss Encarnacion goes for one high and outside and can't get to it Bailey gets out of the inning with minimal damage but the White Sox have five runs on six, while Minnesota has only four runs on six. And we go to the bottom of the fifth. Gio Gonzalez comes into the game for the White Sox during the season, 17-8, and eight, over 189 innings pitched. He had a whip of 1.28 and an ERA of 3.71. Dallas Keuchel goes four. Gio comes in for the fifth. A veteran pitcher and another left-handed arm. Byron Buxton to the plate, tries to lay down a bunt. He misses it. 0-1 the count. Next offering just misses the outside corner. 1-1. Now Gonzalez gets a fastball by him, swinging 1-2 for Gio. Gio Gonzalez originally picked up by the White Sox. Gio Gonzalez traded twice by the Chicago White Sox. Some big names involved in that. But in the end, Gio's now back after a very long career as a free agent. We talked with Scott Merkin on Socks in the Basement. It's still on demand. You can find it anywhere podcasts can be found, and always at socksinthebasement.com. as the count goes full, 3-2. and two. And he talked about how Gonzalez was nervous he was never going to get to throw a pitch for the White Sox, but now with the shortened season happening, he thinks it's going to happen and he's excited. The payoff pitch on the way. And he walked him. So he gets to Buxton early in the count and ends up walking him on a 3-2 pitch. That's a bad sign. And Polanco will come to the plate. There's speed on first base. The Sox have seen Buxton struggle with lefties. Polanco much better hitting from the left side of the plate. So they want to keep him on the right. And Arias is also a lefty. So no in the fourth spot, though, eats lefties for breakfast. So Gonzalez either has to get a double player. He probably won't even pitch this entire inning. Is an inside pitch, call the ball 1-0. Michael Kopech continues to warm. Sox have lots of pitchers. Ricky Renteria trying to find the way to use them the best. Inside pitch misses, 2-0. And Gonzalez, such a reliable pitcher overall for the season. In trouble here early with a run-run lead in the bottom of the fifth inning. Now an inside pitch misses, 3-0. He has to face three batters. He got after Buxton so quickly in the at-bat, and Byron finds a way to walk on a 3-2 pitch outside. And now Gio can't find the plate. 3-0 pitch on the way to a dangerous hitter, the AL batting champion, Polanco. And a strike taken, 3-1. It was just at the knees. He was lucky he got that call. Grandal, an excellent framer, may have helped him there. Pound is 3-1 and one as Gonzalez tries to come back on this very important batter. The next offering on the way just misses. Ball four. He's walked the first two men of this inning. The rules are he's got to face three. So he's going to have to face Arias. While out on the mound is Don Cooper. Twelve pitches so far. Eight of them outside of the zone for Gio Gonzalez coming in to start this inning. You will face Arias, and I'm sure he's being told just find a way. As that's a strike down the middle to get something done. The 0-1 pitch misses outside. One and one. Collecting an out here would be a big deal, a huge deal. Gonzalez now misses on the outside corner. Two and one. 15 pitches now, and 10 of them outside of the zone. He's walked the first two batters. Into the wind and the pitch. Misses low, another ball, three and one. Frustrating inning here for the White Sox. They come back in this game and take the lead. They give it right back up again. They get the lead again. They bring in their best pitcher statistically of the entire season. And he walks the first three guys on a high pitch there. The bases are loaded. There's still no outs. And Gio Gonzalez came in and just muffed this entire thing. And that's going to be it for him. Renteria comes out to get him. Not a lot of words there between the two of them. What is there to say? Michael Kopech is going to come in. Kopech pitched 39 games. 84 and in two-thirds innings. Struck out 104. Walked 54. Had a 4-1 and one record. But the ERA was at 5. He has been effective in the past against this Twins team, but here's Sano with the bases loaded, who's been a Sox killer all year. First pitch of strike at the letters. Owen one the count. At this point, if you're the White Sox, you just don't want to give up a big crooked number. It's almost reminiscent of the Sox trying to hold on to a lead and El Duque coming in. After DeMaza Marte put on three. With no outs in game three of the last ALDS that we were in. Up 2 nothing. But this is not El Duque. Although Michael Kopech is a good pitcher. 2-1 and one now the count. As he misses inside twice. He gets uh, off the mound. Looks inside of his hat as if the answers are there. Puts the hat back on. Kopech. Stares in at Grandal. The next offering. Swung on and lifted down the first baseline. Fair ball. It's gonna roll back into the corner. Two runs are gonna score. Throw comes in, it's a double for Sano, And the Twins lead six to five. The inning was set up by Gio Gonzalez who walks the first three. Michael Kopech gives up a ball down the first baseline. It just stays fair. And the Twins have retaken the lead. 11 runs scored so far in this game and we're not even through five Minnesota refusing to die and the White Sox helping them out a lot in that inning. White Sox pitching struggling now Garver's to the plate. He's got two home runs in this game And he's 2-0 in the count from Kopech Michael Checks the runners at second and third and now throws one outside for ball three three and zero, and If you're a White Sox fan now, you are just banging your head off of a wall. Dallas Keuchel had shown he was having such a difficult time getting through the middle of the order. And was getting hard hit. You felt fortunate to get to the fact where you could bring in your best pitcher, Gio Gonzalez, because that's a strike called on a 3-0 pitch. Three and one now. Next offering to Garvers a strike. Three and two as Kopech fights back. You bring in your best pitcher of the entire season, Gio Gonzalez, an all-star this year. And he walks three. And now this ball's down the third baseline. Fair. It's going to bounce off the wall. One run is in. The other run will hold at third after Jimenez played it very well and it wasn't sure if he was going to be able to get over there and make the play. Garver's got a double. It's 7-5, and there's still runners on second and third. So... The bullpen, a dumpster fire tonight for the White Sox. A very dependable pitching staff. The reason they've been able to beat the Twins so many times this year. Coming out today, and they're just flat. There's no outs. There's two on. There's already three runs in in this inning. A 5-4 to four lead has turned into a 7-5 to five Twins lead. And this is the worst it could possibly go with Eddie Rosario now at the plate. And he's one and one in the count. One one pitch fouled back. Count is one and two. Three leadoff walks. Then Kopech comes in and gives up back to back doubles. That pitch fouled back. We'll reset. The Sox trail by two here already. Slider low and in misses two and two. Jace Fry throwing in the bullpen. Sachs just trying to find somebody who can throw strikes and get outs. Next pitch, low and in. Three and two, the count is full. Josh Donaldson waits on deck. The pitch on the way. They're going to peel down the third baseline, and they're going to say he walked. I'm going to tell you right now, it's a terrible call. He went around. You can't blame the umpires, though, for this inning. But it would have been nice to actually get the right call on that one. He looks like he goes to me on the replay. But instead on a check swing, they're going to call it a walk. We've seen six batters. Every single one of them has reached in some way. Josh Donaldson to the plate now with the bases loaded and still no outs. And a high inside pitch called a strike. Gonzalez walk three. Kopech came in, gave up two doubles and a walk. Swing and a miss there. 0-2. Sox in danger of letting this thing get out of hand. At this point, this is not a lead that's insurmountable, especially the way you've been swinging. You can get back into this. But you can't let it get out of hand. This one lifted down the first baseline, hooking foul into the stands. Count remains 0-2. And, and now a 4 seamer foul back. Count's still 0-2. A very long bomb of the fifth inning for the White Sox and White Sox fans now an outside pitch misses fastball one and two the count 22 pitches from Kopech he didn't even start the inning 17 of them in the strike zone that might have been the problem this one in the strike zone lifted out in the center field Robert will make the play the runner on third is going to come home it's a three-run game on a sack fly and we finally get our first out of the inning Chase Fry's is going to come into the game. Third pitcher of the inning for the White Sox. Nelson Cruz is coming to the plate. He's actually hit a couple of big hits off of Michael Kopech this year. Sox started this inning up by a run. They now trail by three. There's runners on first and third and only one out. We cannot get a double play ball, that's for sure. It seems impossible. a pitch on the outside corner called a strike. The were leading 5-4 to four coming into this inning. Pitch down the first baseline is going to be caught. Mazzara going to throw it in from shallow right field. No way the runner could advance on that one. That was a light pop down the first baseline. I kind of lost it in the lights there. Mazzara makes a catch in shallow right field down the first baseline. There's two gone. Now Fry comes back here and Marwan Gonzalez, throws one low, 1-0 the count. This is the ninth batter to come to the plate in this inning. Pitch in the dirt, going to roll a little bit, but Rondell keeps it in front of him. Runners will not advance, still first and third, but 2-0 now to Marwan Gonzalez with Byron Buxton standing on deck. He led off this inning with a walk. Strike on the outside corner called 2-1. Sox trail by three right now. Again, not insurmountable, but a difficult inning. This pitch rifled over to short on the one hop. Anderson will get in flip the second in time for the force out. The inning is over. A disastrous inning for the White Sox. Jace Fry is finally the guy that gets it taken care of. But a brutal fifth, and we trail by three. The Sox have work to do here as Nomar Mazzara comes to the plate in the top of the sixth inning with the team trailing eight to five here in game three of the ALDS. Gio Gonzalez came out and walked the first three guys in an inning. Michael Kopech didn't help out either. Sox gave up four, could have been a lot worse. That's saying something too. 2-0 and quickly here to Mazzara. Ground ball down the third baseline, fair ball down to the corner. Mazzara's on his way to second base already Before it's picked up He will stand at second with a leadoff double He's having one heck of a game He had a nice series here The last time we were in Minnesota as well A month ago Or last week in real time On Sox in the basement So the leadoff man on for Danny Mendick The eight hitter Robert on deck A low strike At the knees called 0-1 the count The White Sox are down by three early in this game. And then over the next three innings, got a run, a run, and two runs to take the lead. And it's still possible here. High inside pitch, taken for a ball, one and one the count. Still waiting for the AL Rookie of the Year who's standing on the on-deck circle to contribute at the plate. A low pitch, taken for a ball, two and one. That one was low and outside, off speed. Mazzaro with a good lead at second Bailey checks him now a pitch, driven over to short Polanco's going to make a nice play behind the bag at second, Mazzaro's going to hold a ground out 6-3 and there's one gone and here's Robert Robert 0-2 in this game possesses a lot of speed and some good power first pitch down the middle, taken for a strike 0-1 Anderson stands on deck the pitch swung on and sent down the first baseline hooking foul oh and the count quickly to Robert Robert is at an up and down season when it comes to the twins couple of really good games and a couple of really bad series fouls that one off 0 and two Sox need his bat now swung on and missed he goes down swinging Roberts 0 for 3 in this game. There's two gone here in the top of the 6th inning. So Mazzara leads off with a double. Now it's up to Anderson to pick up his teammates and at least get one run in here in this inning as we try to claw back. Runner on 2nd, 2 outs. First pitch low and inside, 1-0 the count. Rondell stands on deck. We're still waiting for the big hit from him. He was off to a torrid start in the first half of the season. He did cool off a little bit in the back end. When you end up with 37 home runs and 99 RBI, your team's relying on you in games like this. 2-0 now to Anderson. The next pitch from Bailey hits the inside corner 2-1. Will Harris, Trevor May warming up in the bullpen now. 2-1 2-1 count to the T.A. Who just missed his second batting title in two years. Swung on and fouled back. 2-2. Two and two. Outside pitch tailing away. Just got the bat on it. It was in the zone. Just couldn't do very much with it. The 2-2 offering. Swung on and missed and he goes down. And for the first time in a while, the White Sox don't score in an inning. It's the first inning since the... Well, first inning that they do not get a run. They had the leadoff double, it does not pay off. We go to the bottom of the six, trailing 8-5. Byron Buxton's gonna lead off, and Jace is gonna remain on the mound for the White Sox. First pitch hits the outside corner for a strike. 0-1 the count. Fry into the line, delivers an inside pitch and hits Buxton on the hip. So, the Sox have been hit twice doesn't seem like it's an intentional thing I don't think you want to put anybody else on you're still in this game here's Polanco runners going on the first pitch swung on and missed down to second base Buxton's in there he's fast I was surprised he didn't go the last inning when he got on and let off he just sat out there and let Gio Gonzalez walk everybody around like he knew he couldn't pitch runner on second now that was a strike to Polanco no outs here in the top of the sixth inning Checked that bomb in the sixth inning, inside pitch. Misses, one and one the count. In the bullpen, Alex Calame warming up along with Evan Marshall. Fry checks the runner at second and delivers. Swung on and missed, one and two. Both swinging strikes have been high fastballs above the shoulders, and Polanco's gone for both of them. Next pitch foul back, low and away he went. On a changeup. Count one and two. Runner on second, no outs. Sox can't let any more runs across. They need to stop any more offense from Minnesota, and that's a tall order here in this ballpark. But you're trailing by three, and you only got three more innings at the plate. This ball sent out into left center field. Tailing back is Robert. He will catch it near the track. Buxton is going to tag and head into third. So the runner advances. There's one gone, and Arias will come to the plate. Renteria is going to go with the lefty against the lefty Arias and Fry. This is likely the last batter that Fry will face before Miguel Sano comes to the plate. Inside pitch in the dirt. It's a ball blocked well. One and zero the count. The next pitch from Fry, also lowing in, 2-0. A back and forth game here. In the end, the White Sox bullpen cracked first. Giving up a really big inning that has us trailing by three. We've led it two separate times in this game. We've also trailed by three two separate times in this game. We came back the first time and took the lead. Both teams well into their bullpens. a softball game strike called 3 and 1 the count now to Arias as I said before tomorrow will either be game 5 of the ALDS or will be in the ALCS as we fast forward this simulated season to a quick end inside pitch misses he walked him so now first and third with one out and is going with Evan Marshall, he'll come out to the game. Evan has faced one batter in this series and he struck him out. He will come on here with runners on first and third. His team down by three and Miguel Sano, who's got a two run home run and a two run double in this game. Four RBIs, eight of the runs that have crossed the plate are due to Sano. Strike taken on the inside corner, 0-1 the count. Buxton with speed of third, scores on any fly ball, basically, on the sack fly. High and tight, taken for a strike, 0-2. Marshall's got him down on the count right away. Evan has had a very good season. A guy we hear at Sox in the basement, before the stoppage of everything back in March, felt was going to make... The White Sox roster, he's definitely making it now with 30-man rosters for this 60-game schedule. Throws that one high and away, 1-2. and two. And we had a break camp with us in the simulated season, and he has never let us down. The 1-2 pitch on the way. Lowe just misses the zone. Sano does not chase. 2-2 two and two the count. Series is 2-0 White Sox. Game four tomorrow in the simulation. But if it goes to game four, we will quick sim, give you the results of that during our broadcast tomorrow. We'll either be giving you game five in Chicago or we will have moved on to the ALCS. Swing and a miss on an inside strike. Fastball in on the hands in the zone and Sano goes down. Marshall sits him down now faces Mitch Garver who has been killing the White Sox all day long in fact Garver has yet to make it out he's two for two with a walk both those hits were home runs first pitch lifted in the center field Robert near the track stands there and it's gone Folks, I'm gonna tell you right now, it doesn't feel like this is supposed to be our game. Mitch Garber has three home runs in one playoff game. That one was a three-run job. We now trail by six. And I'll be honest with you, I feel like I'm doing you a disservice to continue the broadcast. Because this is a blowout. So what we're gonna do instead here, as Evan Marshall gets ready to pitch his next pitch, is we're gonna see if the White Sox can put up some runs in the top of the seventh inning. If the Sox start the clawback, we'll stay with the broadcast. If they do not, rather than sit around and waste your time and mine, we'll sim the end of the game, and then we will give you what happens in game four right here on the show. We have the option to be able to go through at-bat by at-bat very quickly and give you game four so you'll know what's happening tomorrow on the next Sox in the Basement simulated broadcast. But first we're going to see if Evan Marshall can get through this inning. He's got Eddie Rosario 0-2. The pitch on the way, fouled off. Count remains 0-2. We've got a good portion of the White Sox lineup coming up here. Maybe they do something special. I don't want to give up on a game. But down six here. In a game where it feels like MLB The Show is not going to let us sweep the Twins. And why not? They're a good team. That's a strike. Struck him out looking. Marshall comes off the mound. But a big mistake. And the third home run for Mitch Garver. Who's now the Mr. October. Of Minnesota and we trail 11 to 5 all right let's see how this inning goes this half inning we're gonna have Grandal to the plate the two-hitter Mankata the three-hitter and Jimenez the four-hitter if the Sox get multiple runs in this inning we'll keep going if not we're also going to cram in the results of game four in this broadcast for you in the simulated season ground ball over to second base Grandal's out, 4-3 put out, and a nice play by Arias who was back in the grass on a shift, made a spin and threw over the first. There's one gone. Here comes Joan Moncada. He stands in the left-handed batter's box. The wind in the pitch, low and in, Moncada takes a strike. The 0-1 pitch on the way. Swung on and rifled out in the right field. Maybe a base hit? No, it's not. Arias is playing on a shift on him. He makes the play on a ball that gets down in the grass because he's playing shallow right and throws him out at first base. Unless Aloya Menez starts off a ridiculous two-out run here with nobody on, you're going to get the quick ending of this game and game four before this broadcast ends. That ball driven deep out into right field, way back, it is off the wall. Jimenez with a double, sliding into second base just under the tag. He is safe. So a double for Jimenez and a close play at second keeps Hope alive. Into the wind in the pitch. Outside pitch to Abreu, 1-0. The Sox down now, at this point, by six runs. Even a two-run home run I don't think would keep me interested. We need multiple runs in this inning. Inside pitch called a ball 2-0. Oh. Into the wind, the delivery. Low at the knees, called the ball 3-0. and oh, With Encarnacion on deck. It would be a whole new ball game if Abreu gets on and Encarnacion hits a three-run home run. There would still be hope. We would keep going. The pitch. Outside, a ball. Ball four, and Abreu walks. Two on now. Two out. And here comes Edwin. He's got a home run already in this game. And they're going to bring in a relief pitcher. Tyler Duffy. Duffy, another righty comes in. Edwin not so good against righties. Fouls off an inside pitch. Owen won the count. Next offering from the side armor is a strike on the inside corner, 0-2, and, and quickly Encarnacion is down to his last bullet here in this inning. The next offering. Struck him out on three pitches. All right, folks, that's what we're gonna do then. We're gonna sim to the end of this game. We're gonna find out what happens, and we're gonna give you game four unless there's an amazing comeback here on Sox in the basement. The Mar- And folks, we did the right thing by skipping the end of that game. In the end, the White Sox don't lose eleven to five; they lose thirteen to five in an absolute blowout in Game Three of the ALDS. That means we're going to take you to game four very quickly here on Sox in the Basement and tell you how it goes. So what would happen in a game four? Well, Reynaldo Lopez would take the mound for the White Sox against Kenta Maeda. And even though the White Sox got to Maeda in the first game, the Minnesota Twins are at home and he pitches a lot better there. Reynaldo Lopez has a terrible start. Gives up a run in the first, in the second, in the third, and then gives up four in the fourth. In fact, he never even finishes the fourth inning. Dylan Cease has to come in to do that and he and the rest of the White Sox bullpen don't allow another run. Meanwhile, the offense doesn't start hitting until the sixth, when Danny Mendick drives in two with a double. In the seventh and eighth innings, everything was quiet, and the White Sox entered the top of the ninth, trailing 7-2. to Aloy Jimenez had a two-RBI single. Another run also scored in that inning, but unfortunately, Nomar Mazzara grounds into a double play with runners all over the base paths. And the White Sox lose game four, seven to five. So, folks, unfortunately, we went to Minnesota today and we lost games three and four of the ALDS. What does that mean? A decisive game five tomorrow on Sox in the Basement. It's not what I wanted. It's not what you wanted. But we are going to have a game five in the ALDS, Sox versus Twins, for all the marbles to see who goes on to the American League Championship Series. Either this will be the end of the simulated season on tomorrow's broadcast on Sox in the Basement, or the beginning of the ALCS, which you will get the results of during the week leading into next weekend's final weekend of broadcast of our simulated season. It all comes down to tomorrow on Socks in the Basement. Will the White Sox, who won the AL Central, be upset by the Minnesota Twins after taking a 2-0 lead? Or will our starting pitcher, Carlos Rodon, get us the win in Game 5 back at home in Chicago? Tune in tomorrow to Socks in the Basement, brought to you proudly by Family Waterproofing Solutions. And don't forget to check out our recent interview with Scott Merkin, currently online, available on demand, everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SoxInTheBasement.com. And Andy Maser, the new radio voice of the Chicago White Sox, joins us next Wednesday right here on this show. And we will see you tomorrow for Game 5 of the 2020 simulated ALDS in Chicago at the rate. Thank you for listening to this White Sox simulated season with post game wrap up from SoxOn35.com. My name is Chris Lanuti. Bye bye, everybody. Socks in, Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Heard everywhere a podcast can be found and always on SoxInTheBasement.com.